Hi, everyone, and welcome to Alzheimer Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, the host and founder of Alzheimer Speaks. Um, before we get started today, we always get new listeners, so I just like to explain to people who the heck we are and why we're doing what we're doing. So bottom line, Alzheimer Speaks is an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. And some of our platforms are the, the website, the blog, the radio show, Dementia Chats, which is an interview uh, platform that I use <clears throat> um, to raise the voice and the opinions of those with dementia. Um, and we've got lots of other initiatives you can, you can find on alzheimerspeaks.com if you just go to our initiatives and projects page. Um, we at Alzheimer Speaks believe that joining forces and sharing knowledge and just having these everyday conversations like we do here on Alzheimer Speaks Radio, that we're going to be able to help remove the stigmas and raise awareness of all different types of dementias and um, not only how it affects those diagnosed, but their family, their friends, their communities at large. At our core, we believe collaboration is the only way we're going to win this battle against dementia. And I know that's working thanks to each and every one of you. You see, your likes, your clicks, and your shares got us named the number one influencer online, according to Sharecare and Dr. Oz. So <clears throat> we love that you are sharing our content. You know, most of us have um, big spheres of influences, and we just don't have a clue how many people are actually dealing with this disease. And I'm a strong believer that the more information we push out to the public and to the people that we know, the easier it's going to be for them to grab it when they're ready. Because like anything else, you can't force information and knowledge on anybody. They have to really be ready um, to grab it and run with it. So um, before we get into our conversation about the world coming together uh, to rock against dementia, I just want to give a couple of shout-outs. One is to Alzheimer's Arkansas. Um, I'm going to be heading down there the end of this month. So on March uh, 31st, I'll be speaking at their HOPE conference, and I'm really excited um, to be doing that. So if you're in Arkansas, please look me up. And I also... Um, just wanted to mention, if you're out in Washington, I'll be out there in June and uh, be doing keynotes and some breakout sessions there as well for leading age. So put that on your calendar as well. Both of those are public. And the last thing I want to mention before I do our introductions is the cruise that we're doing. Um, Alzheimer's Speaks has uh, put together a fabulous team of people and November uh, 11th through the 18th of this year, we are going to be going um, to the Caribbean. And it's going to be a really exciting and fun time. I've got uh, Cindy Lazinski, who is heading up a huge movement in Colorado. And then Harry Urban, Michael Ellenbogen, Lori Shearer, and Mary Reed, all living with dementia, um, will be there as well. And will be your educational team and 
and uh, leaders of the fun pack uh, while we go on this seven-day cruise. So if you're looking for more information, again, all you have to do is go to our homepage at alzheimerspeaks.com, and you'll see it top, front, and center where you can get more information. Now, today I'm lucky to have Brian LeBlanc with us. Brian has been living with dementia, and he's going to be my co-host. And I'm going to let Brian just uh, introduce himself and give you a little bit of background on himself. Well, thanks, Lori. Um, As she said, my name is Brian LeBlanc, and I was diagnosed with early-onset Alzheimer's in 2014. Uh, Since that time... Uh, I decided to devote my life to advocacy, Um, speaking on behalf of people with a dementia-related illness who no longer have a voice to speak. Um, And so I've become a national and international dementia advocate. I also work with uh, organizations such as the Alzheimer's Association, Dementia Action Alliance, Dementia Alliance International, locally uh, with Covenant Alzheimer's Services. Um, And I go throughout the country uh, talking everything I know about Alzheimer's with my presentation called Alzheimer's Up Close and Personal. And one thing I'm very proud of is I get to train uh, law enforcement officers in a training program called Crisis Intervention Team Training, where I speak to law enforcement about how to identify someone in public with a dementia-related illness that may appear to be something other than what that is. Okay, great. Well, welcome, Brian. Um, appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Um, <clears throat> our special guest is Wayne Mesker, and he has um, been the CEO of World Stock Entertainment since 2008. He also founded Rock Against Dementia in March of 2014 at the Cleveland Film Festival um, when he was screening Alive Inside. And in 2016, he helped the Purple Angel Project um, and friends uh, focus on Rock Against Dementia, which then became uh, World Rocks Against Dementia. So it's it's a it's really spread, and we're gonna we're gonna chat about that a little bit more. So welcome today, Wayne. Thank you for having me, Lori, and uh, nice to meet you, Brian. You as well, Wayne. Okay, before we get started, Wayne, I always uh, ask uh, all my guests this question, and that is, um, have you been personally touched by Alzheimer's or dementia within your own you know, family or friend circle? Absolutely. Uh, at the time that I saw Alive Inside, I didn't really know that much about Alzheimer's and dementia and didn't know that anybody in my family had been affected, but over the past year, I lost an aunt and um, close first cousin to Alzheimer's. So, yes, our family definitely has been touched. Okay, wonderful. Um, Why don't you tell people the original um, idea? You know, where did Rock Against Dementia come from? Well, I had the opportunity to attend a session of rock and roll fantasy camp back in 2008 where I met some of my musicians that I had been a fan of uh, 
since I grew up and became interested in rock and roll music. I was fortunate enough to meet Glenn Hughes, who just recently got inducted in 2016 into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with uh, as a member of Deep Purple. And Glenn gave us an inspirational speech before his master vocals class, telling us, number one, that we were blessed to have musical talent. Not everybody's born with it. Number two, we were blessed that we might actually be able to use that talent to make a living and not have to get a real job. And he stressed an important fact that with that talent came an obligation, a sacred obligation that he believed that we needed to use that talent to do something good in the world. So in September 2008, I started a DBA that I called Woodstock Entertainment uh, in honor of the Woodstock concert in 1969 and through how music could unite generations and races and ethnicities and different belief ages. And I started reaching out to some of the people that I was a fan of and some people in the music industry and made some amazing, amazing connections, including one of the perpetrators of that original Woodstock concert, Artie Kornfeld, uh, who was the gentleman that was able to persuade Warner Brothers to make the movie and do the record album. Artie at the time was vice president of rock and roll for Catholic, and he's a dear personal friend of mine. So having those type of connections, when I saw Alive Inside, I felt that the best way that I could help move that mission forward would be to reaching out to some of those people if they'd be interested and help them promote. And that's where the whole Rock Against Dementia has started. Okay. Well, that's that's wonderful. It's always nice to kind of know where it came from. Um, now, you when you got involved with Alive Inside, first of all, why don't you tell people um, a little bit what it is and then why you decided to get involved with it and, and how that... Um, interlocks with what you're doing now with uh, with the RAD program, The World Against Dementia. Okay. Well, Alive Inside was a documentary that took the audience award at Sundance in 2014 that focused on the effect that personalized music could have to help people with Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, there were personalized playlists uploaded on the iPods uh, with headphones and given to some of the people that were in the film and the results were miraculous. When they started hearing music that they had a personal connection to, they came alive, they started remembering things, they started interacting. Some of them had been in an almost catatonic state. If you see the Henry you understand that, uh, the Henry clip went viral and it's been seen by millions and millions of people all over the world. Uh, it's on YouTube. And uh, when I saw that, it was just, to me, uh, totally amazing and something that I really, really wanted to be involved with. And that's the whole idea of Rock Against Dementia. The Ivan Side Foundation now has programs in 18 cities across the country, including one which started in my hometown of Parma, Ohio where we are involving middle school and high school students to be the givers of that technology, create those interactive bonds with elders with 
Alzheimer's and dementia. And basically what we're doing is we've created an empathy revolution and we are connecting the generations using music and transforming the lives of not only the elders themselves, but of the young people we work with, of the communities that they live in, and hopefully the world. Okay. Um, thank you, Wayne. Uh, Brian, I'm just going to ask if you can maybe unplug your headset. We're getting a like a crackling, almost like rustling of paper, and we're not quite sure what that is. Um, <clears throat> so we're just trying to... Um, you know, get rid of the options there of, of what the possibilities are. Um, okay. Just cause I don't have any papers in front of me. Okay. I'm just sitting, sitting here. Oh, he, uh, um, Wyatt thinks that you might be scraping your shirt or something, your headset. Hold on. Just, okay. That's fine. Hold on. Okay. I'm just trying to get, get to my, my <clears throat> speaker. Okay. How's that? Good. Good, good, good. We'll okay. see. Right. See how this works. Um, um, Brian, now have you seen the the film Alive and So or Alive and Social? That's the name of our <laughs> of our station here. Just getting in another plug. Um, gosh, that is too funny. Alive Inside. Um, have you seen the film or any of the clips on YouTube? I've seen some clips um, before, but. Um... I know that I've seen it, but as far as remembering any part of it, I I don't uh, I don't have the recollection of it. Sure, sure. I I've seen it. It's very very powerful. And if anybody out there um, hasn't seen it, I would recommend you just Google it. And um, <clears throat> it's pretty amazing. It'll it'll put a whole new light in terms of how you look at and value and appreciate um, music. Not only in your lives, but but in others. There, um, I want to talk about you know this this you know um, world rocks against dementia, um, Wayne, and you know there's this is all over the world. I mean, it's really spread. Can you talk about what happened last year versus this year in terms of response to the program? Well, last year we. Was our first year annually. Uh, we originally started uh, in 2015. I did an event here in Parma, and Norm and some of the people over in the UK did some events over there as well. And then in 2016, uh, apparently we got picked up uh, and got the attention of Alzheimer's Disease International, and Mark Wortman started helping us promote that through their organization, and we ended up having events in 31 cities and 15 countries last year and this year is just over doubled that uh, we have <laughs> up to presently today i just got an email from jane moore that there's 74 events scheduled in approximately 12 countries possibly more and there's probably still going to be more added before the date gets here we've extended the deadline to having events on March 25th, because uh, our Canadian friends are doing one on March 24th, so we gave them an extra week. But it's just totally mind-blowing, and I know that next year will be epic uh, with all the responses that we've gotten so far and some of the connections I made here recently in Cleveland. I went to Mayor Jackson's State of the City address and made connections with his office and uh, the organization Global Cleveland and some other heavy hitters in the Cleveland area 
that are now on board with us, and I'm imagining next year to be very, very big uh, for us. So okay. that's kind of where we stand at the moment. Okay. Um, Brian, are you guys doing anything down in Florida that you're involved with? I I believe there's some stuff going on in Florida. Not, not uh, that I know of here. In I, I live in Pensacola, uh-huh. um, so they might do – the majority of big things like that happen – uh, towards uh, the southern part of uh, of Florida, mm-hmm. down in the bigger areas, uh, maybe like Orlando, um, um, Miami, and 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 so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- I myself haven't heard of anything uh, in the in in this area happening like that. It would be amazing if it would, because. Um, I think that that music is such an integral part of um, of not healing, but it it brings so much to the individual that's living with the disease, um, and it, it's remarkable of the effects that it has on everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wayne, I'm sure you you've you know you spoke about that, so I know you know exactly what I'm, what I'm speaking of. Now, Brian, you had um, a story that you had mentioned you wanted to share about kind of the power of music. Do you want to, I know you had a couple of them. Do you want to share one of those right now? Sure. Sure. I, um, well, uh, the 5th of February, um, I lost my ability to speak. I couldn't say anything. Um, no words, nothing. Uh, so that lasted, uh, a while, about two and a half weeks. Uh, while I was still without voice, my wife and I were headed down to Orlando and the song Brown Eye Girl came on by Van Morrison. And I used to be in a band and, um, ironically, you know, yes, I have Alzheimer's and the band that I used to belong to was called Mass Confusion. So we laugh about that. Um, And so we're riding along. Brown Eyed Girl comes on. That was one of the songs that I had lead lead vocals on. And I always dedicated it to my wife. Well, I just broke out singing. And it amazed both my wife and, and, and myself. Because I haven't been able to say anything but no, yes little bitty words and so forth. I sang that song all the way through. When the song ended, we both had tears in our eyes, but then I still couldn't speak, mm-hmm. but I sure could sing. And uh, that's why I was trying to explain the, the power that music has, whether it's uh, blaring at a concert or whether it is more of a background thing. Um, like in Disney World, that's where my wife brings me because she says that's a a place where I don't experience or exhibit any type of Alzheimer's symptoms. And it also has to do with the, the surroundings. But when you hear the music playing, it's a constant reminder, but it lives in your long-term memory and allows you to go back to a certain time where everything was normal. And uh, I know it sounds strange to be surrounded by 
tens of thousands of people and feel at peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that's the magic that it works for me. Wow, that's pretty powerful stuff. Pretty powerful. It stuff. really is. It really is. Yeah, I did find um, in this list um, that that Jane Moore sent of the <clears throat> the twelve countries and seventy four events. I did find some information on something in um, Florida, and it was just one event. I want to say um, Senior Smile with Jane Ogilvy okay. in Central Florida, and Kevin Reynolds okay. are are doing something there. Um, but in the U.S., we've got Ohio. Indiana, Pennsylvania, um, New York, Wisconsin, New Jersey, um, North Carolina, and there are several events in in some of these locations, and um, you know, and then just countries all over the place. So um, it's pretty it's pretty exciting how it's expanded and how it has um, grabbed hold, um, you know, throughout the world. From let's see, it's got um, Ontario, British Columbia, Vancouver, um, Calgary. Um, it's in uh, Mexico City, in India, Australia, Nigeria, the Caribbean, um, Finland, wow. Bangladesh, Nepal. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty impressive list. And then you know, there's just so much going on um, over in the UK. Um, I, I, there's so many events I can't even can't even list them all, but there's just <laughs> tons of them over there, and it, so it's pretty exciting to see how this word of mouth concept and this collaboration, basically between um, you know Wayne's concept and and then um, partnering with the Purple Angel with Norms McNamara and Jane Moore, how it's taken off, and um, it's a it's a cool thing to see. Um, how that how that awareness can come into play, um, Wayne. Were you a little shocked at how big that it's gotten this year versus last year? Oh, just just a little, but I had anticipated it uh, through the help of Alzheimer's Disease International, definitely growing bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that we had so many great events last year, and just word of mouth from that uh, spreading, we've been trying to spread the word. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to. Uh, our Alive Inside people that are related to us, Fran Panella and Asbury Park and Anastasia Lynn, who's doing events in Newcastle and Elwood, Pennsylvania, and uh, our friend uh, Amanda Thurlow, who's doing the one in Hamilton, Ontario. I'd personally like to thank them. And uh, Minna Dutton, who her and her husband, Timo, are doing the, the thing over in Finland, in Helsinki. Uh, we connected with them recently, but I'm looking for this thing to be very, very big next year. And Brian, that was really an interesting story. And I'll tell you why you have to send me that story because last week at the rock and roll hall of fame, there was a film being screened called bang, which was the story of uh, songwriter, producer, record executive, record company executive called by the name of Burt Burns, who co-produced, Brown-Eyed Girl with Van Morris oh, and Van Morris on Bang Records. And I had an opportunity to meet his son and his daughter and the producer of that, uh, co-producer of that film and started talking to them about working with us as well. Brown-Eyed Girl is one of my favorite songs as well. And I dedicated to my significant other, Sandy, 
every time that I sing it. So, you know, it's amazing that that music just resonates something and, and reaches something deep inside of you that nothing else can. Well, you know, coming coming from my, I'm I'm fourth generation of of having Alzheimer's, um, and when my mother my mother had it, uh, we made her at that time it was the uh, we had to make her CDs to play in a portable CD player, and we gave her some headphones, and whenever we would visit, we would put the CDs in, and then it was songs from Sound of Music, South Pacific. Fiddler on the Roof, all these musicals that she absolutely loved. And just the smile that came on her face, that even though she was, you know, in the later stages of, of Alzheimer's, she still remembered the the words. You know, she, you could see her mouthing the words at first, then some sound would come out, and she had a, a she sang in church for 45 years. And she had the most beautiful voice, and that voice started to come out. And it was the most amazing thing we had ever seen. And so growing up like that and growing up musical, I knew how much music meant to me. And when I was reaching uh, dark days and uh, just not doing so good, all I needed to do is put on my music, and it lifted me to a completely different place. And then I, the the dark would go away. You know, it just it didn't matter anymore because I was in the moment and doing something a, a self therapeutic moment that I gave to myself to remind me that I can still you know, shine. And that's, uh, so I, I, God, I, I applaud you for, for doing this. I admire you for doing this. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in awe, uh, that, uh, that you're doing something like this. Um, you're, you're an awesome individual. So, Wayne, can you tell people what is the time frame um, to have kind of a musical event and, and what does it need to look like or can it look like whatever they want? I mean, what, what, what's the criteria to become involved? Right. Uh, very simple. It just has to be something music related. It can be a couple people getting together, having coffee or tea and listening to music and sharing that with us. Uh, it could be something at a facility. It could be anything from a major concert at, at a venue. Uh, hopefully we'll have some of those next year. And it's just something, a musical gathering to celebrate what music can do and share friendship and fellowship and just kind of spread the word. Uh, it can be, as a matter of fact, I've got a gentleman that's working with us by the name of Roger Wilson, I believe is going to stream a performance from his home. So it doesn't have to be anything major. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It can be on any level and it doesn't even have to raise money. Um, people that are doing these events as fundraisers are raising money for whatever cause, dementia related cause that they 
feel that they want to contribute to uh, doesn't go to one huge fund like the Alzheimer's Association or anything. Does with their events, uh, it can go anywhere that you believe it needs to go. So that's basically it. And we're still holding events all the way up till March 25th. And if you can't get in this year, definitely look forward to seeing you be involved next year. Okay. Because I think a lot of times people think that it has to be this, you know, huge fancy event and, and get really complicated and get really expensive. And there are some of those out there where they're having, um, you know, kind of full day concerts um, with a lot of um, bands and musicians uh, volunteering their time. Um, but you're saying it doesn't, it, it can be something as simple as two people just listening to music and having an appreciation for it. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And do you know the dates for next year at all? Or I'm targeting, uh, hopefully we can do a whole weekend on St. Patrick's Day weekend next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, and didn't the date, I, I might be mistaken, but didn't the date um, coincide with like Norm's birthday or something? Isn't his birthday coming up? I'm not sure how that panned <clears throat> out. I For some reason, he suggested dates when we first started. Well, when I first started in 2014, it was in March, Mm -hmm. I believe, because uh, we were originally going to have our first Rock Against Dementia concert here in Cleveland uh, in September of that year. But the film came out in March, and that's when I got involved. So that might have had something to do with it. I'm not sure. But however it worked out, March Mm -hmm. became (laughs) the month. Okay. Well, and I'm just wondering because of the interest um, in, you know, it used to be like one day and then it went to two days and now it seems like it's spread um, to longer than that. Would you guys ever consider having it for a couple of, a couple of weeks or a month period um, just for allowing a little more flexibility for people? Absolutely. I'm open to any suggestions that spread the word more. Okay, just a just a thought, you know, on that. Um, <clears throat> from what I'm hearing there, I just I think it's a, a fabulous thing to do. I I personally have not um, coordinated and gotten anything up and running just because I've got my my plate full. But um, given that it could be something simpler, maybe that's something that I'll do next year with our memory cafe. Um, I think that so that could. Could I ask a quick question here? Sure. Um, Wayne, uh, are you? When when these people do these events, um, whether it's a big or a small event, um, do they do they video it and send you the video of it, or or do we just do it as a way of saying, you know, we're doing this um, for uh, for awareness and and so forth. It's all up to the individuals on what they want to do. I believe that we're going to be live streaming all, if not part of our event here in Cleveland. I've got people Mm -hmm. who are going to be doing videos. Uh, We've got people, you know, you can do your own selfie type video on your cell phone if you want. Uh, We encourage people to take pictures and send them to us. But however they want to do it is entirely up to them uh, as long as they're doing it. We ask that they please, if they're doing something, we ask that they please get in contact and at least let us know about it so we can help, you know, spread the word about what they're doing. And that's kind of where we are. Uh, It's amazing. I just 
got an email uh, that Christy Johnstone from the UK forwarded to me this morning from a film company over in Oxford uh, called Reed Richards Productions, who had found out about what we're doing and wanted to get involved. And they have an artist that they're working with from Utah by the name of Boudwin, B-O-U-D-W-I-N. And he made a video, uh, Taylor Swift's Red, that is about Alzheimer's and dementia awareness. And they are releasing that video on YouTube on the same day that they're doing World Rocks Against Dementia in the UK. So that's awesome. Cool. That was just another amazing thing that just happened this morning. So you just never know. (laughs) No, you just don't. The reason I asked that question was because I'm part of a, um, I'm part of a trio that we go to uh, senior uh, care facilities uh, here in Pensacola and we'll go to different ones. We, we perform once a month usually, and we'll go to different, uh, different facilities and perform. And if it falls on a holiday, of course we do. Um, we theme it, you know, according to what the holiday is and so forth and sing songs regarding that. But we also make sure that we sing the songs and perform the songs that are back, you know, in their era. And it's, it, it's just amazing. You're up there singing and performing for them, but they have no idea the joy that we get from seeing them tapping their feet or clapping their hands. You can see them mouthing the words that they still understand what the song is. They can still sing it. And it's just, uh, it's one of the most amazing things that I have ever experienced in doing that. And uh, I, I just think that next time we do it, I'm going to get someone to uh, to videotape it and uh, and I'll probably send it to you and I'll put it on YouTube and uh, start recording our, um, our performances. Certainly. Well, that's neat. Yeah, we've got some um, video of my mom um, with a, a musician who came in and, and then a friend um, recorded it. And you can just see her, even though she was kind of in her end stages, um, where she couldn't talk and she couldn't sing fully, um, where she totally recognized the song. And she was tapping to the beat and the smile on the face. And, you know, she yeah. was just thrilled to death. And I still, I have those up on my YouTube channel. And if I'm having a bad day, I go watch one. It just perks me right up. You know, because it's just, it's so incredible. Um, just that simple gift of seeing her peaceful and happy and joyful. You know, those are those are rare, rare moments. Um, and I think ones that we, we don't give um, um, enough appre- appreciation to. And music can really help us get to those moments. Just, you know, when you guys were talking about, you know, uh, what is it, Brown Eyed Lady? song and um, brown eyed girl. girl thank you see I, i'm hor- <laughs> i'm horrible at titles but i i can have the tune going in my head um but yeah how that just ignites you know different thoughts and feelings and yeah. um it, you know music does that to us it's it's a pretty special um tool 
uh, I think that's underused and we need to get the word out more um, and bring people together through through music. It's very, very powerful. So very cool. Um, now, now, Wayne, with the um, if somebody wanted to say, I, you know, I still want to jump in and be part of this. Um, where do they go? What do they do? How do they how do they get in on this? Uh, they just decide what they want to do and put it together and let us know. Uh, it's not really that com- complicated. Okay, so what's the best method for them to, should they reach out to you or should they reach out to Norms and Jane? What's what's the best route? In it terms depends of- on whether we're at a Grover in the UK or anywhere else in the world. Uh, besides the USA and Canada, they can reach out to Kirsty uh, or Norms. And I'm sure you have their email addresses. And if they're in the USA or Canada, they can reach out to me. Okay. So, uh, and I would probably direct them to the the Purple Angel uh, page um, or Norms on Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> Norms or Jane, uh, Norms McNamara or um, Jane Moore, I think is really kind of the one tracking um, through Facebook. And if you can't find them, you know, just give me a holler. But you'll be able to find um you know the uh, I, I I don't want to give their emails out without without permission um, prior to. Um, do you do you want to give people your email address or contact information? Oh, my, yes, my email address is wm at aliveinside dot org. Okay. Um, oh, hold on, I'll give you uh, I'll give you the address for uh, Kirsty. In a second here. Okay. Um, um, I've been thinking of uh, of a question um, that I wanted to ask you, and as time went along, you know, you're talking about all the all the things that you've done to get this this off the ground, and it, it's grown larger than you've ever ever could have realized it to be and i'm sure you hear stories from people about um like me about how music has affected them in such a positive way how does that make you feel that you were the one that kind of started this how how does it make you feel that you're making such a positive impact on people's lives? It it makes me feel very blessed. Uh, I've been in recovery on and off since 1983, and I turned my life over to the uh, my life and will over to my higher partner, God, as I choose to call him. Uh, and I believe that everything that I've been able to do hasn't been done by me, but it's been divinely directed by that higher partner. So as for, as for my role in it, I feel that I'm, I'm just an instrument uh, in the hands of a virtuoso. Hmm. But that's funny. You called it an instrument when it's uh, a, a musical, <laughs> a, a, a musical, um, uh, I can't think of the word right now, but I thought that was a good choice of words. 
Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the other thing, uh, people can go to the purpleangel-global.com and then uh, there's a link there for uh, World Rocks Against Dementia. <laughs> okay, I, I have uh, the email address that they can send to if they're in the UK or anywhere else in the world. It's W-R-A-D-U-K at gmail.com. Can you say that one more time? W-R-A-D-U-K, all all one word, at gmail.com. Okay. And if I could, I'd like to give a couple of shout-outs here. Uh, I'd like to give one to our friend Allison uh, McEntee up in New York City, who has brought us our first youth ambassadors, uh, two twins by the name of Elias and, hold on a second, Elias and Zion Phoenix, who are piano prodigies and have appeared on Ellen several times. Uh, They're our youth ambassadors. Uh, The amazing thing about what the Alive Inside Foundation has done and these programs, as we've started using young people and reconnecting the generations through music and exposing these young people, not only to an opportunity to find deeper purpose and meaning in their lives, interacting with elders, uh, but we've also exposed them to, to music that they've never heard before and started creating fans for some of these artists that uh, we're working with. We're working with a lot of artists like Glenn Hughes and Rudy Sarzo and Greg Erico from Sly and the Family Stone. And uh, the Lumineers are supporting us and Train is supporting us. And some of this music these kids haven't heard and we're creating a new generation of fans as well. And I'd also like to give a shout out to Cassandra and Brett Burns and uh, Bob Sarles, who directed the movie Bing. And just look up Burt Burns. Uh, Burt was their father who died at 38 years old. And as I said, was a singer, songwriter, producer, record executive. Uh, he had a hand in, he wrote Hang On Scoopy. He wrote Twist and Shout. Uh, he wrote Peace of My Heart. Uh, he wrote several other songs, worked with Solomon Burke and the Drifters and Wilson Pickett and the McCoys and... Van Morrison and Neil Diamond, uh, he co-produced songs like Brown Eyed Girl and Under the Boardwalk for the Drifters. And if you look him up, B-E-R-T, B-E-R-N-S, on Wikipedia, you'll find out some of the stuff he did. And we're trying to spread the word about him as much as possible because all that music that he wrote uh, is music that, that we're using to touch people with. So... Wow, that's great! Wow. Those those are some big name songs that he 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 uh, was involved with. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty impressive stuff. But you know, there's so much uh, beautiful music and so many different genres out there. Um, and again, there's no right or wrong way uh, to go about being part of World Rocks Against Dementia. It's just about um, tapping into you know what touches you and and others around you. Um, and leveraging that music to kind of make some magic happen. And uh, I think it's wonderful. <laughs> Personally, I would I would love to see this expand into like a two-week period um, to allow for a little bit more flexibility if people did want to do stuff on a larger scale, which would be kind of cool. So 
um, we'll be looking forward to hearing hearing more um, uh, and what happens uh, throughout this this month. You've got another week to go um, with events, and then to um, you know if you can announce that date and let us know, we'll we'll mention that here too <clears throat> and spread the word so people can put that out um, on their calendar to make sure that they get involved with that next year. Um, I know that you wanted to talk a little bit more too about um, the Alive Inside Foundation. So why don't we take a a moment and you can tell people a little bit about that, Wayne. Okay, uh, the Alive Inside Foundation, uh, you saw the film Alive Inside. Mm -hmm. Uh, It focused on a number of issues, not just the issue of getting music uh, to people in care facilities via iPods and headphones uh, and how that music affected people. But it also focused on a lot of other larger issues like the fact that uh, still today, the perception of aging uh, needs to be changed. How we look at elders and how we look at aging itself and uh, the process that we have of pushing people aside and basically warehousing them once they get to a certain age or a certain point where they're not functional and not part of the workforce and not considered to be contributing anything to society, Uh, the overuse and abuse of antipsychotic medications to control behaviors in these care facilities or with people that have Alzheimer's and dementia, Uh, all the misconceptions about those diseases the need to train people to be you know, more empathetic, uh, the need for empathy training among professionals, among doctors, among the general public, among safety professionals. Uh, all those issues were kind of brought up and focused on at least a little bit in that film. And as a result of that, uh, Michael decided, Michael Rosado Bennett, the director of the film, Uh, decided he needed to create the Alive Inside Foundation to address all those larger issues. And as a result of that, in 2015, the Alive Inside Foundation came into being. Uh, As a result of what I had been doing, Michael generously and graciously asked me to be part of the Alive Inside team and brought me on board as the advocacy director, which I've been since. We created the program, we created learning guides. Uh, We're in the process of finishing up Alive Inside Part Two, which basically documents a lot of the work that we've been doing with the young people and young volunteers in this program, and some of the ways that we've been addressing the rest of those issues that needed to be addressed. Uh, We've created our own technology now, which is our Alive Inside memory player. It's an all-in-one a set of headphones with the built-in MP3 player and also an FM radio. It comes with an SD card that you can upload your personal playlist to. Um, those SD cards, and when I uploaded my own personal playlist, I uploaded 115 songs. I've got over 10 hours of music on that card. So they'll hold a lot, and uh, they're very easy to use, very comfortable, user-friendly. You can load music directly off your computer. And it's just amazing how far we've come, and we've got a long ways yet to go. So, Okay. 
Wonderful. Um, Brian, anything else you want to add or ask a question about the foundation at all? Or um, I just want to say that I think I'm going to become a very good friend of Wayne's. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, uh, he, he sounds like a fascinating person. We have a lot of common interests and there's no telling, you know, what, uh, what can be done in the future. But I just uh, I, I will uh, repeat the remarks that the the work you have done uh, and the positive uh, positiveness that you have brought to people, um, even though you're downplaying it, it's uh, it's uh, a tremendous thing that you have done and continue to do. And for those uh, individuals who are uh, in the later stages. Uh, of uh, of their dementia illness, uh, I will speak for them in saying thank you uh, for doing that because uh, I'm sure that music in one way or another is playing some sort of part in the last part of their journey. Uh, and then for people like me, it's uh, it's right there. It's it's what we do. It's what we use uh, to turn. The, the bad into something good, and we rely on that. Um, so just thank you ever so much for doing what you do. Uh, thank you, Brian. I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate the, the kind words. Well, good. I, I, um, I want to uh, thank both of you for uh, partaking in the show today. Uh, Brian, you always add so much to the show, so I very much appreciate that. And Wayne, keep up the great work. And um, looking forward to hearing more about uh, some of the others that are um, in the process of doing their events. And again, uh, hearing when next year, uh, what the date is going to be. And um, <clears throat> and we'll try to help you promote that as well here. Again, you can, uh, you can go to... Um, the purple angel dash global.com. Um, and then you can go forward slash world dash rocks dash against dash dementia. Um, but I'm sure that there's a tab <clears throat> that'll get you there. If you just go, <laughs> if you go to the main one there. So again, that is just purple angel dash global.com. And then Wayne, if you want to give uh, your email address out one more time. And Chris, my email is <laughs> WM at aliveinside.org. They can find uh, information about the USA and Canada events if they go check WRAD US and Canada on Facebook. Uh, We have a Facebook page. So they can find more information there. Okay, wonderful. And um, Brian, do you want to give out any contact information for yourself? Um, sure. If anybody wants to have any information from me, uh, you can email me uh, at T-H-E-B-R-I-A-N-L-E-B-L-A-N-C at gmail.com. You can visit my blog at a bit, that's A-B-I-T, of Brian's Brilliance. Dot com, And then I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, 
uh, all over social media, so I'm not very hard to find. Okay. May I say, may I say one last thing? Sure. Uh, about the Cleveland International Film Festival and the amazing stuff that they do, I'd like to say that uh, we are now a community partner with the Cleveland International Film Festival for their event this year. And the movie that we are a partner with is called Monster in the Mind. It's uh, Jean Carper's story of her journey with Alzheimer's and dementia. And that film is being screened at the film festival on April 3rd and April 4th. And also one other shout out I'd like to give to uh, another friend of ours that we just started working with, Dr. Connie Siskowski, uh, who started the American Association of Caregiving Youth to raise awareness about the plight of these young people that are kind of oftentimes forced into the role of caregivers and all the opportunities that they have to give up to uh, assume that role. So we're in the process of working with them, trying to offer some scholarships and opportunities to those kids as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you both. They're down in Florida. Okay. <laughs> Thank you both for uh, being with us. Uh, very much appreciate it. Um, for those of you that are new to the Alive and Social Network, you might want to check out uh, the podcast of What's for Dinner Tonight. It's it's nice and short, only 10, 15 minutes long. Um, <clears throat> but Rachel Perrin, who's the culinary director for the Kowalski's Markets, um, and her sidekick, Alan Lee, um, they talk about all kinds of uh nutrition and uh, favorite foods and, you know, seasonal things that are coming up. And if you're just hungry and looking for something for dinner, they can probably help you out. You can also find their complete menus at Kowalskis.com. That's K-O-W-A-L-S-K-I-S.com. Um, <clears throat> I also want to, again, uh, give a shout out uh, to all of, all of our listeners. You are more than welcome to join us on our dementia-friendly cruise uh, November 11th through the 18th, it's going to be a Caribbean cruise with Holland America, and you can just go to alzheimerspeaks.com on the homepage. You can click on a, um, a one sheet you can just print out, or you can go to our initiatives and projects and learn more. Uh, you can see everything from cabins to pricing to all the ports that we're going to be on and um, and the speakers <clears throat> who will be part of that. Um, but please know, along with the education, there's going to be plenty of time to uh, relax and, and get rejuvenated. Um, for our past shows here on Alzheimer Speaks Radio, know that everything is archived. And we've been doing this like six years now. So there's lots of shows you can go back and listen to. Um, last week, we talked about Moments Captured and Shared, which is a really cool video concept about appreciation. Um, and we... Um, we talked about um, oh, recently the uh, Caring Kind uh, movement in New York uh, with Comfort Matters. So there's all kinds of <clears throat> all kinds of things uh, out there to to take a peek at. Um, <clears throat> what else on the blog? Um, there's a really interesting article. Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat all of a sudden. <clears throat> Real interesting article uh, from the Roseville. Um, Alzheimer's and Dementia um, Action Community Team, uh, one of our partners is the Ramsey County Library, and they were actually on TV last night, but there's a, a nice article that was done about a program they have called Memory Minders, and it's a kit for care partners, 
and it's um, it's just pretty precious. And so a few of our libraries are doing that. We've got lots of inquiries for others. Um, they've actually set up um, a separate category for um, Alzheimer's and dementia and caregiving and are really stocking um, books and tools. And part of their tools are music. There's, uh, I know they've got some things from uh, Alzheimer's Music Connect and some others in there along with uh, some fantastic books for engagement and books just for information. Uh, Also on the blog, there was um, a video that was done. It was really a short film um, called Aging Matters. And one of of our members from Dementia Chats, Paul Ann Gordon, was featured in that. So I would um, recommend that you check that out. Uh, There's also an article called Anniversaries Aren't Always Happy. what else do I want to share with you? Again, uh, if you're in Arkansas or close by, um, come and see me on March 31st. I'll be down in um, <clears throat> Little Rock um, in that area. Uh, you can just go to the Alzheimer's Arkansas and find out about their their uh, Hope for the Future conference that they are doing. I would love to be able to uh, to talk with you personally. In the meantime, have a wonderful week, and uh, keep in mind your memory chip, which you can always download from alzheimerspeaks.com. When you're focusing and dealing with somebody with dementia, remember it's relationship first. Um, Always, um, that is how we engage with anybody, and somebody with dementia is no different. But keep in mind, are they safe, are they happy, and are they pain-free? Have a great week. Talk soon. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.